All right, so welcome to Coffee with Marcus today. As you can see, Mark is missing. He's still trying to join us. He might join us here in a little bit. But <clears throat> as you know, in this show, we're going to talk about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And yesterday, the CPI report was released. And today, we saw a massive surprise from the PPI report. So we'll take a look at this. Plus, we will show you our current positions uh, and also how we are trading these markets. And there's a lot going on. So uh, we'll show you here in a minute what's happening. And if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. Usually my head coach, Mark Hotchie, is with me. He might pop in here, but we're both real traders who trade live accounts and we've got a shit ton of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. And trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. And if you're looking for some honest insights into the world of trading, you are in the right place. So let's see of what's happening in the markets. <laughs> now, as you can see. So they're testing the fire alarm in the building. So this morning, everything is going for us. But hey, we are live here and whatever they do to us, let's continue. So looking at the S&P this morning up again and yesterday, uh, we already saw uh, a huge surprise here. Uh, let me just scroll over uh, because the P uh, CPI report was released better than expected, up, up and away yesterday. And if you're looking at a daily chart, right now the S&P is trading at levels that we haven't seen in three months. In fact, the Nasdaq right now officially in a bull market again. Why? How is that? Well, it's measured from the low to the high. So, and right now the Nasdaq is up 23% from the low. If the Nasdaq is up more than 20%, officially, this is a bull market. Do we want to call it a bull, a bull market though, when we are still bouncing back from dropping here dramatically since last November? I don't think so, right? <laughs> but this is where all these technical definitions are one thing. So is this a bull market rally or a bear market rally? And uh, it's this short-term lift or is this a sustained move? Well, this is where we need to take a look at what's happening right now. What is causing this move here? And right now, looking at the economic calendar, zooming in here, we see that yesterday CPI, the inflation gauge, came in much better than expected. So inflation is coming down. This morning, the PPI actually negative, meaning that prices are falling. And this was a huge surprise. So wholesale inflation fell 0.5%. Let's talk about the differences between this PPI and this CPI. PPI, uh, CPI is the consumer price index, and it's telling us how much we as consumers are experiencing ex inflation. PPI is on the wholesale level, so this is companies who are producing for us as consumers how their prices have gone up. And as you can see, they have gone down. So, interesting, interesting, surprise, surprise. But today, the markets, if we are looking at the futures markets uh, of the E-mini Nasdaq, did not react as wildly to it as yesterday. So here, we see the reaction to the report basically next to nothing yesterday let's go over there this was the reaction to the cpi report so after a huge run up yesterday uh, today we're still moving higher but if you are looking at a five minute chart of the e-mini nasdaq you see that we are already pulling back a little bit so <clears throat> <laughs> 
And one more time. All right, we're done. And we're going four times. Okay, <laughs> they're still testing it. All right, so we also see that the VIX here used to be yesterday below 20 at lowest levels in a while that we haven't seen today hovering above 20 again. So what's happening? Why is the CPI, the PPI so important? This is because we want to know what is the Fed doing? Are they planning to raise interest rates? Of course, but the question is by how much at their next meeting and the next meeting right now, still uh, 41 days away, as you can see right now, the probabilities <clears throat> of the Fed raising interest rates by half a percent is zero point is uh, 63%, uh, raising it by three quarters of a point, 36%. All right, so markets are up again. What do we do? How do we trade this? Well, this is where looking at PowerX Optimizer and looking at uh, our existing positions. One of them, Macy's. <clears throat> so I entered Macy's two days ago, and this is, by the way, a super scary thing. We'll, we'll talk about this, of uh, how you trade using the PowerX Optimizer, how you trade the wheel strategy. But I sold the 17 put, and as you can see, Macy's rallying this morning, pulling back a little bit, but trading well above 17. This is a put that is expiring tomorrow. So uh, let's just go over here to the calculator. <clears throat> when I sold it, <laughs> take a look at this trade here. So uh, my idea here, uh, let's go back to, to the chart here of NVIDIA, is that we will rally past 195, past 200 by next Friday. So this is what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to sell the 200 calls. And uh, the idea here is that I'm not only making money premium by selling these calls, but also from an increase in the stock price. I bought NVIDIA for 195. So with 600 shares, if it moves past 200, I'm making $5 per share. So this would be $3,000 here uh, based on the 600 shares. So I could collect $900 in premium plus the $3,000 for a total of $3,900. So I like this idea. I'm not filled on this one yet. So this is an order that I have in the market. I am filled on TPR though. So TPR is, uh, is another position that I have. And TPR, I did get assigned at 37. So here's what I'm looking for right now. I also believe that by next week, TPR, let's go to a three months chart, can rally past 37. In fact, I believe that it can rally past 38. So what I did this morning is I sold the calls expiring next Friday on August 19th uh, for 50 cents. So this uh, allowed me to collect $1,350 in premium. If TPR by next Friday closes above 38, I'm collecting an additional $2,700 in premium for a total of $4,050 on this trade. So these are the two uh, trades, the two stocks that I own, where I'm selling calls against it with the idea of bringing in just $8,000 in a little bit over a week. Now, since today, uh, since today, we are up, not a whole lot popped up on the scanner. One of the stocks that popped up that was uh, kind of interesting was PFE. Uh, so this is where we are looking at uh, PFE Pfizer of possibly selling the uh, 47 put. However, as you can see right now, it would not be possible to get my 30% RI 
I believe I would have to lower it to 20%. So that's what I did here. See if I'm selling the uh, 47 put, I would only get 20% annualized RI. And that's not what I'm looking for. For me personally, this is why this is red. I'm looking for a 30% annualized RI. But anyhow, Pfizer, I think it's a super solid and stable company. Now you might say they are healthcare drug manufacturing. So how can I be sure that they will not the same happen like with Novavax uh, that just two days ago slumped uh, on earnings by 30%. And look at Novavax. I, I mean, Novavax was at some point trading at 340, now all the way down. Well, because Novavax is more like a one-trick pony, right? I mean, they have a, a COVID vaccination here. And this is why during COVID, of course, prices were soaring. And now that the demand for vaccination is waning, this is where their profits are waning. So they're the same like Moderna, uh, MNRA, uh, now let's see, what is Moderna? MRNA. So this is also more of a one-trick pony. You see they're coming from, what, $20 going all the way up to $500 and going down. Now, Pfizer, as you know, Pfizer manufactures many, many different uh, drugs. <clears throat> one more time. All right. So that was a quick one. And uh, this is why when we also look at the financials of Pfizer, we see that they are more stable. So the P-E ratio is a nine, so nice and low. That's what I like. The dividend yield is 3.3% almost. If you're looking at the quarterly uh, statements here, we see that they're nicely increasing in, uh, in revenue and in profits. And the same we see annually. So this is important because if you compare this again to uh, Novavax, where we see something crazy like this, look at the quarterly statement. I mean, compare this to, uh, let's just go back there so that we can compare them side by side. So we are looking at the quarterly statement of Pfizer and Novavax. You already see how different it is. Also the annual statement of Pfizer versus the annual statement of Novavax. Now you have an idea why I don't like to trade Novavax, but why I was interested or we were interested in trading Pfizer. Again, we are looking uh, to sell puts here at a level where we see some support. And I'm seeing some support here uh, for... There we go. For Pfizer, around the 47 level, I uh, would prefer even the 46.50, but 47 is close enough for me. Anyhow, right now at this level, I could only get 20% uh, RI and I'm looking for 30. All right, since we do have a lot going on here with Mark not being able to join us and also this fire alarm, just wanted to quickly run you through what's happening in the markets and how I'm trading the positions. If you would like to know more about how we trade these markets, take a look at these videos and then we will be back tomorrow with a normal coffee with Mark and Marcus. Sorry for the disruption. Take a look at these videos and we will see you tomorrow.